Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Sightionary. You've made it. We are on episode five. Wow. Five episodes. Didn't think we'd honestly. A milestone. Quinticast. <laughs> the Quinticast is what we're calling it today. <laughs> welcome to the Quinticast. Um, so thanks so much for jumping on here. Really appreciate you all listening to us. Uh, we have some pretty cool, exciting news um, that we have some new sound equipment. However, you may hear a slight static because because we're still uh, we're still working through the kinks. We're a so bit. new at this. Uh, Very new. I am no sound engineer. None of us are a sound engineer. I'm not so. even a train engineer. Or that or, too. Or, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or a train engineer. <laughs> but we are super thankful yes. for this new sound Absolutely. equipment. Absolutely. Um, cool. Some of you have have given. Uh, towards this project and towards the ability to get new sound equipment. And so we are super thankful for it. And I think you can already tell what it could be and what we're shooting for. Um, but until we get everything worked out, we're rolling with what we got. That's right. That's yep. right. So um, again, super thankful. But again, we're still learning quite a bit from it. So um, we have um, myself, Quentin, Hunter, and my dad, Eric, on the podcast today. And I want to make sure that we, I want to, I've got another review for us today. Right. Yes. Review time. Review, and, review. Um, this is a great one. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. I don't, I, been I don't like the smile it. when been, you say this I've been is a giggling great about it ever since I've been reading it. So oh, I don't know word. who this is. Okay. But they know Are us. Are you sure you're not reading the, Hari, the sugar-free Haribo gummy bears reviews? Very sure. Uh, let me make sure we're on the right podcast. Yeah. The right podcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> So how do you know they know us? Well, because the title of it is The Lord's Cheeps. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I know who this is. I think I know who this is. I don't know. It says Scoob So. That's the name of the name of the uh, reviewer. Scoob So. Scoob Scoob So. So So, anyways, thank you for this five star review. It's a little bit lengthy, but it's good. It's a good it's a good one. All right. He goes or she whomever it whomever this person they are whomever they are it may be a dog because it's scoop could be scooby-doo oh yeah um all right review says this listen i know the other podcasts get all the fancy microphones and computers and free creams and lotions but this podcast is good (laughs) really good (laughs) free creams and lotions (laughs) it's as good as wearing stretchy pants in your room just for fun some say they don't know a buttload of crap about the gospel but they do this guy, these guys get down to the nitty gritty. They present clear biblical truths. For example, I know it's fun to wrestle a nice pile drive to the face or a punch to the face, but you cannot do it because it is in the Bible not to wrestle your neighbor. <laughs> in this podcast, you will see that underneath the robes, you will find a man and underneath the man, you find his nucleus. Nucleus. I hate this five cheeps. Okay, so this is obviously a person <laughs> somebody who knows us knows and us loves very us. Well. If you have no idea what we are laughing about, it's all these are, are movie references. It's a one movie one reference. Movie, <laughs> one references movie references to Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. Um, if you are going to be an oh, honorary member of our of our podcasting family you've got to watch that and i don't even know if it is it is it on do netflix anymore to, literally do they mm-hmm. have to watch that seriously yes if, they if do they uh, want to understand uh, they absolutely have to us. watch it <laughs> yeah um, i don't feel like geez. i can be fully known unless you guys unless, watch not really you have the lord's cheese also uh all right so that is a great one that is fantastic that's, thank you that's for a leaving great that review. review that's the content we want that's that what is, we're asking for no. that is <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's another one, though. Another five star by, um, we know this person, H. Baum Khan. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Baum Khan. Yes. So, um, five star, he says, all about God. Too legit to quit. Hey, is, oh, another, movie, another nice. great movie reference that. I don't know if I, I, I don't know don't, if I can recommend you can probably it the can't same way. I, no, no. <laughs> love the joyful spirit amidst the world we live in. Emphasizing life is all about God. Boss is what he says. There so, it is. Awesome. There it is. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then there's a review by Hunter in here that says he's great. Because you're weird. You reviewed our own I don't podcast. Know. I don't know who wrote that. That's really strange. <laughs> oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> hey, you asked us. The more we get, the, the better... What? Yeah, the more reviews we get, the better. All right, so the more I'll exposure have we get. My dog. I'll have my kids. We'll all just log I'll in. Just write something in. We'll write something in. Um, so we are on Twitter. We are now on Instagram. Yes. yes. Follow, yeah, us, on Instagram. follow us on Instagram. Sipeshinary on at Instagram. at Instagram. And um, if you guys have any questions or you have thoughts, you can always email us sipeshinary at gmail um, or just reach out to us, message us on any of the social platforms, Twitter or Instagram. Um, and if you just have some good, like helpful, Hey, you guys should brush your teeth and yeah, or you guys should yep. or, or brush your teeth <laughs> or brush your teeth. Yeah. Hey. Or, or helpful things like, Hey, think about doing this with the sound equipment or think about talking about this. We'd love to hear from you guys. Please let us know. Especially yeah. you guys. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, you know, that picture on Cyptionary, that is a legitimate picture at an all time quarterback. Oh. Family quarterback. Yes. I mean, seriously, that was during a game. That was, that um, was during a game. That was some good dad back in the heyday. Right. I bet he could throw that thing over the mountains. That's right. Yeah. Back when he won state. <laughs> could have won state. Anyway. All right. Well, All right. welcome officially in, and uh, we'll go ahead and begin. Uh, Quentin, you are scheduled to give a life update. Life so update. What is going on with your life? Uh, oh man, so we got a lot of things going on. Um, I've got a lot of things going on in our lives. I am in the middle of a sort of um, kind of job transition, a little bit, not really, but sort of. So before um, before this, I was uh, I was I'm in real estate. I'm doing I'm buying and selling, helping people buy and sell homes, which is awesome. Love it. Super fun. Um, and the last year and a half since I've been in Columbus, I have been mostly ninety like. 99% of my time has been coaching other real estate agents. So I've been a business coach and I've been, um, coaching other agents. Uh, I've coached, um, I think a total of uh, over a hundred agents in the last year and a half. Wow. I didn't know that. Um, That's yeah, so it's great. It's, it's great. Yeah, I love it. Currently I'm currently I'm coaching. Um, so do I'm, you come in with a clipboard and a whistle? Is that kind of, no, that's like, my, that's what I do at, Northside. Yeah, as a soccer coach. Oh, okay. So this is a, different a little bit coach. different. It's a idea. business coach. It's a business yeah. coach. Okay. It is a lot of encouragement, though. So yeah, which is which I love doing. So, um, so I currently I'm coaching around like 20 real estate agents in their business, brand new to the industry, helping them kind of figure out the industry, and um, it's a lot of fun. So, the uh, I am kind of transitioning out of that. I'm moving. I'm still doing that, but instead of like that being 99% of my business. I am, it's probably going to be about like five or 10% of my business. So, uh, I'm still, I'm still helping people. I'm still coaching people, but I'm, I'm transitioning back into full-time, um, buying and selling, helping people buy and sell real estate right now. So that's a lot of fun. I love doing it. It's a, um, um, it's, it's a great because, um, like every, everything in life has got a lot of pros and cons. And so 
the pro pro about my position is that I've got a lot of flexibility with my time. The con about it is that I got a lot of flexibility with my time Yeah, and it's a hundred percent commission, which is also a pro and a con. So, um, but I love it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'll do a shameless plug. Uh, I'm on Facebook. My, my real estate team is called the Sype group. That's who we are. And, um, I've got, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can reach out to me there. Um, I've got a, you can look at, if you're looking at, think about looking at homes or just want to look at what's going on in Columbus, you can go yeah. to the site group.kw.com. Yeah. Um, and what is going on in Columbus with, uh, the real estate? Oh man, we are out of, out of homes, homes to sell. Right. So, um, amazing. It's so crazy right now. Yeah. We have that one that goes across the street there. I mean, a little tiny thing. It's just, I mean, they pounce on it. Yeah. They just pounce on it. Yeah. Um, so if, if any of your, anybody who's listening to this and they've got maybe friends or family members who are looking to sell, and I'll just say not just in Columbus, but you know, I can help people no matter where they're at. Um, and there's ways that I can, I can really be helpful for them as well. Um, just let me know again, I can, I'd love to love to help. But, um, so for instance, like in Columbus and most kind of a lot of places around currently, I believe still, um, at least in the States is, uh, yeah, we're having a shortage of homes and, uh, we're seeing buyers, um, starting to now offer to pay sellers closing costs, which is really, really great for sellers. Um, because it's, it's more money in your pocket, more, more equity out of your home. Um, and I've got a really great plan set up. So the argument that I have, or not the argument, the objection that I get a lot is, well, I would, I would sell, but I don't know where to go. Yeah. That's a legitimate. And extremely legitimate. Yeah. So I've got a great plan set up where, um, when, when you kind of raise your hand and say, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this, but I want to get in this area. Awesome. Uh, we can execute the plan and if it works or we'll walk through the plan and if it works out and that's what you want to do, then great. If not, I'm still committed to helping you. It's also a great time. Like I just had this conversation with someone else in our church who was thinking about it and they were like, should we sell? Should we buy? And like, we went back and we looked at everything and it ended up being the best option for the new not to sell. And in fact, refinance. Um, so um, we had that, it was, but they didn't know that until we had that conversation. So cool. um, it, it, again, it's just about trying to figure out how we can best help people here in this, here in Columbus and um, specifically, but of course, no matter where you're at globally, if you got real estate questions or you need something, I'd be happy to help out. So you can reach out to me in any of those platforms. Nice. 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 That's awesome. my life update. Yeah. yeah. What about that other aspect of that camera thing? Oh, ha. I can't yeah, believe you forgot that. I, did, I didn't forget. Thing. I didn't forget about that. Starting yeah. a side gig. Uh, yeah. So I got another side gig of it's, it's still in real estate, but it's residential photography. So I've got this, um, this is called the Sype, Sype imaging. And you can look at my stuff at sipeimaging.com. Um, I'll put all these links in the show notes yeah. for people who care. Some people don't care. Don't have Well, to. no, this is really cool. Though, I think keep up with Quentin anybody who, what he's doing. Yeah. But I think anybody, this is kind of a new thing and you can actually walk into a house without actually walking into the house. Right. Actually, right. That, it's like right. saying no, things actually, without actually saying things. But that is actually the, <laughs> the legitimate time that you could actually say this. <laughs> That's, right. That's true. Uh, so it's 3D imaging. It's 3D virtual touring. Yeah. Um, I've got a camera that will map out a house and you can literally walk through it from your, uh, from your computer. Um, you're not just looking at still photos and trying to figure out whether or not your table can fit in the living room or not, or your couch will fit, yeah. in, the, your couch will fit in the living room, table will fit in the dining room. Uh, you can actually measure rooms through this through the system through the program um it's a really cool it's a really really cool camera 
uh, it's one thing that I've got going on 3D. as well. Yeah, 3D virtual touring. That's unbelievable. Um, if you have a virtual cool. headset, you can actually put the virtual headset oh, on. Oh, that would be cool. No. Yeah, and, and walk, walk through and it. And walk through it. Yeah, and actually walk through it virtually. Well, nobody can, has that. But. Well, that's not true. They, some people have them. It's actually more popular oh than you gosh. think it might be. Um, but eventually, I think that's going to be the way, especially during this COVID stuff. The, the number one complaint I have with all buyers is, man, this doesn't look like the photos at all. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, they never do. Everything looks... Yeah, they usually got the fisheye the, or they're, yeah. they're, they've got filters on them, right? And it's kind of hard to see. So this actually is no filters. It's no fisheye. It's actually you virtually walking through the house almost like as if you are in person walking through the house. And you can turn around. You can take pictures of it. You can freeze frame stuff. And it's really, 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 really neat. So they call That's it incredible. fisheye? Like how? Well, so like, yeah. So we need a fish. A fish kind of has its con. How, how do we? I've been given a stink eye. <laughs> how do we know what a fish can see? So science. Um, <laughs> Good old science. They right. They, we did, what? No, I'm just like fish eye. I'm like. Didn't you dissect a fish when you were like in? Yeah, but we don't know how that registers in his brain, do we? Like, so we don't know. I think somebody does. I think they do. I think they can take they, the eye. They can actually put the put it. And in. they can look through. The, and they go, oh. That's fish eye. I, mean, I, I think we're thinking a little wow, too this hard. Is way over. I, I this don't know. Podcast is not equipped. For I this don't know. I'm just like okay, fish eye. That's, I think I know what it, I know so, what it means. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's like a well, whatever. Yeah, it looks just, like a fish eye. It looks like a fish eye. Um, it's just bubbly. Um, no, I get it. If you're looking underwater, mm-hmm. well, the other thing is too, like when you without goggles, open your eyes underwater, and it looks kind of weird and bubbly. I, I don't know. I can't see. I've never see, experienced that. Especially in my, oh, left, okay. my left eye. I can't see. Yeah, I, have, guess I have fish. This is above our pay, fish pay blindness. This is way above our pay grade. So anyways, okay. um, so I'm also moving into the commercial world as well where oh, cool. um, I hope to be able to start doing the same type of stuff for things like um, small schools, being able to allow them to use this as a tool for, again. Like virtual tour. Yeah, virtual tour of the school, virtual tour of the office space, whatever kind of thing. Um, so, um, so moving into that, moving into that world as well. But, um, yeah, if you want floor plans for your house, I can come in and do floor plans for your house too with the, with the, with the camera and stuff too. So a lot going on, a lot going on in your world. Yeah. It's great. It's cool. stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, well, great. Uh, we are, uh, moving on. We, we are going to move into the, the, the real meat of the podcast here. Um, we all can really give a life update. Uh, yesterday, we we said goodbye to Todd and Carissa. Uh, they they went back to France. We got a solid three months with them here in the states, and uh, it really, I know for for me, it's been the bright spot of 2020. Yeah, uh, we don't have too many of those, but I really I really feel like just the ability to have uh, family really close to us during during this time has been very special. Well, we we had to say bye to them yesterday, and so yesterday was a pretty emotional day for for all of us. We drove to the airport. We uh, on the way to the airport, we got to have Chick Fil A, uh, social distanced in in the Sam's parking lot. In the parking lot. Um, you know, you you, you make it what work. What is that and, from? <laughs> so yeah, that's what? a long, that's <laughs> a long story. We will lot. not get derailed. <laughs> it's <laughs> a long story. We will not oh, get actually, derailed. live update. They have one more leg to go. They just made it. They're oh, waiting on a 45-minute delayed train in Lyon. Okay. Oh, so, so it should be home in about two and a half hours. Yeah. Great. As Leon, of recording. close. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. That's well, great. But a lot, literally they, live update. Got a text from them. <laughs> that's, that's wild. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, and they started yesterday at, at noon. You know, it's kind of when this whole thing started. So they've been they've been traveling for a while. Okay, so it's, well, we got no one knows what that means when they're listening to this. That's true. This is Friday at 10 a.m. that we're recording this. Their trip to back to France started Thursday at noon. That's right. right. That's right. So, so um, still traveling. yeah, I think that the main part of what what we wanted to talk about, um, you know, this might this might get emotional as well. But why why this is so important? And and yes, it hurts. It's it's not easy to to say goodbye to family. It's not easy to um, to look really at the next two years uh, being being not just socially distanced from them, but, you know, distanced in every way. From them, and you start to ask questions like, "Why? Why are we doing this? Why is this so important?" You know, I had to had to give my six year old a, you know, a, a reason for the hope that lieth within him. Yeah. Um, as to you know, why are we doing this? Why do our cousins have to go away? And and why do we feel like, in one sense, we're crying, but in another sense, we're rejoicing? Yeah. Uh, so I thought it would be good even to just just, you know, ask all of us, but especially Dad, you know. Because I mean, it was hard for all of us, but it's really hard. I can imagine for for you. This is your your only daughter, and um, you know, we we probably re- refer to her as Eric 2.0. <laughs> you know, just in terms of you know how God has wired her and made her to be. So there's a lot of closeness and fondness, obviously, uh, for Carissa and, and for Todd and the kids. So uh, you know, why why is this mostly, so important? Mostly Todd and the kids. No, totally not. <laughs> <laughs> totally not. But why? Why is this so important? Why you know? Talk to us about yesterday and and kind of what how you process it all. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm actually still processing it just because. Um, well, first of all, you you want to you want to raise your children in such a way that they that they love the Lord and they will not just say it on the outside, but actually. Um, live for the Lord in their lives and make all of their decisions based on God and his glory. That's the, that's the pipe dream. I think that every parent kind of starts off that knows the Lord. They go, I, I actually want my kids to grow up loving the Lord and, and actually doing God's will in this. But I don't know. There's always something that I felt like with each, with all three of you, actually, that I, I wanted, I wanted you to not, it doesn't have to be a an office that you bear, but just a, a heart's desire to be a part of building his kingdom. And so, you know, yesterday as I sat there, and, and particularly when you, you know, when you, um, when you watch them walk away, there's a, there's a moment that goes, you just want to run after him and go, don't go, don't go. Just, and it's a selfish moment, frankly. It, it's, it's, a, it's a moment I, because as they, they lived with us, we, we watched them, and uh, I had conversations with each of the grandchildren, and sitting at night when the kids were to bed, and Todd and Chris would just sit there and talk, and um, this past couple of years has been, uh, in some ways, a very difficult year, uh, years for them, um, and then walking through some of the trials, and then um, some of the difficulties when they came back here, they, they rehearsed some of those things that, um, that they had to kind of walk through and you feel for them because they're they're your kids so there's a part of me that's that's saying don't don't go I don't I don't want to see you hurt anymore I don't want to see you um, go through difficult times but then there's the other side where you go you know what this is what this life really is about this life really is all about God and the the growing of his kingdom and so I want them to go and especially when you see 
um, and I've said this all summer, when you see the, the four particular things that God has placed in particular, and the vision uh, that God has given Todd uh, for this particular ministry, and then you see these things like fall in place, like God just is directing every little nook and cranny of their, of their entire lives, and then to see them come home at a very difficult time, uh, the world's in this COVID thing, and and churches are shut down and everything, and they had to come home and raise a certain amount of money because uh, they lost some, some, some funds. And you see God not only provide those funds, but do so in, in some really, really wonderful ways. Mm -hmm. And then you see him uh, answer these prayers. So you just know God is behind it. So what, what, actually, what, what, what Christ actually says in, in the Gospels when he says, you know, if you don't, if, if your love for Christ doesn't look like hatred for mother, father, brother, sister, then, then you, you can't be my disciple. You, you actually are not part of the kingdom, and you're not going to build the kingdom. So, so you're, you're caught in this little mix of your own personal want to be with them mm -hmm. and your heart loving them, but you're also rejoicing in such a wonderful way that you know they're going with God's hand all over them and God working through them and the mission that, that God has given to them, you, 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 um, you resound with, with that mission because it's the same thing that we're actually trying to do here in Columbus. Right. It's, it's, it's not much different. It's just in a different place. And I'll tell you, it's a very dark place. Yeah. Um, so that you're happy, sad. Yeah. And that's what it is. And that is a that is an emotion that's just hard to, to grapple with. Yeah. Because it's just kind of like you're up and down, up, down, up, down, up, down, you know, for a little while until it settles um, that they're not here. Yeah. And even then, you know, kind of hits you at different, different times. I know I was, um, I did some, some counseling with a guy last night and it, it kind of synthesized a lot of my, my emotions and kind of what I was thinking. Because, you know, again, I was talking, talking with Finn earlier in the day, my six-year-old you know, and how as hard as it is, you know, th this is very, very important. And this, this is the, this is really the height of this life, mm -hmm. you know, doing, yeah. doing what God's called us to do, making disciples based solely on the authority of the resurrected Jesus. And, um, you know, I told him, I said, Finn, I, I, I want, I would love to see you do this someday. Yeah. You know, I, I, as hard as it would be, um, this, I, it would do my heart no greater joy and, and service than to see you do, do something like this, give your life in this way. And so in, in, in counseling with this guy last night, you know, in, you know, he, he's struggling with, with, with sin and we talked a lot about it and he, he got to the point where he's just like, you know, I, why, why do we do this? Yeah. Why do we struggle? Like, why do we keep struggling? Why do we give ourselves to this fight? Why, why are we doing any of this? Yeah. Why are we living this Christian life? You know, a lot of people out there, you know, living their lives in sin and doing whatever they want. And it seems so joy filled. It seems so happy. They're not burdened down by this sense of guilt and shame and loss and heartache and struggle and fight. So, so why are we doing this? And, you know, again, it's, and it's the same thing you know, it's the same thing for, for Todd and Carissa, same thing for us. Why do we go through all this heartache? Yeah. Why do we go through this struggle? And it literally made me stop and think like, I, I think, I think there's one ultimate reason 
and it's because of eternal life. Mm-hmm. It's because of eternal life. And I believe this to be true. I believe that God intends for Todd and Carissa's experience of eternal life to, 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 to be experientially felt and realized on their way to France. Yeah. Uh, in, in that heartache, in that struggle, as they, as they hop on the plane and go, go to France, and as we sit back here in Columbus and, and we're doing what God calls us to do, and all of that heartache in, in the multiverse there, um, it, is, it is in that pain, it is in that suffering that eternal life makes sense. Yeah, that, th- that there's something else out there, and it's the same thing in our in our struggle with sin. Why why are we fighting this way? Why do we keep giving ourselves to to the means of grace? Why do we confess our sins as hard as that is, which puts relationships at stress? And why do we pursue forgiveness and clarity and light, and and dis- the dispelling of darkness? You know, why do we why do we run after people who who are in sin and confront? And, and why do we enter this fight arm in arm together? Well, because we believe, we, we believe that eternal life is at stake. Yeah. And not only is it at stake for us, it's at stake for other people. And we, we actually think that in our fight, my, my, boys don't, my boys don't need to hear my confession of, of the mastery of my sin. They, they, don't, they don't need to hear that. They need to know that Jesus has mastered my sin. Yeah and mastered their sin. And so I struggle so that I come to that realization. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a typical thing of a battle where typically when we have this battle, there's two places that we look that we shouldn't look, but we typically, our default is first of all, to look within, Yeah. to try to find some, some justification of good. Like I, I offer some good, don't I, don't I offer some good that God will like, or <clears throat> we look, outward yeah. in a horizontal way. We're, we're trying to find some satisfaction in something other, <clears throat> excuse me, than, than Christ. And that's, that's what took place in the garden. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. they looked within and they looked without. And when Eve saw that that fruit was, was good, seemed right. For making her wise. Yeah, even. for making her wise. And, and then she, she partook of it, but it was godless. Yeah. In every way, it was without God. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. But knowing <clears throat> knowing what God is doing, what God has already done through them in this place in Marseille, uh, my my sorrow really turned to rejoicing because I know um, I have I have pictures in my mind of people that I've met that they have been um, witnessing to um, just like the, the, the couple from Morocco, which is, owns this restaurant, like right around the corner from where they live. They go in there all the time. Um, and they love Todd and Carissa. They just absolutely love, but they're, they're godless. They're yeah. Christless. But here they get an opportunity to see Christ through Todd and Carissa that even if it's just for that one family, but there mm-hmm. are millions of people, yeah. millions of people who just need that light. So yeah, it's, a, it's this mix, this, this, this crazy mix that we have to give ourselves to something other than ourselves. Right, right. We must set our minds on things above. Yeah, we yeah. must. We we have to do that. Yeah, see, I mean, it, and again, run this race with endurance, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, yeah, endured the cross, despised the same, the shame. So there's two the two right aspects from a from a 
parental standpoint. Um, one is I want to live that way as, as, a, as, a, as a goal um, because this is what life's about. But also I want to stir up, I mean, my goal was to stir up this kind of thinking in each of your hearts. And, um, you know, once again, no, we, I, there, I was pitiful at it at it's times. It's all the grace of God. Yeah, and it is all the, all the grace of God. But my, my, my love would be that the people that are even listening to this podcast would, would hear and go, wow, um, I, I need to stir this up in, in the lives of my children and just pray that God would take even my, my, my pitiful offering of the work that I do and redeem it into the hearts and lives of my children and yeah. that my children would actually want to be ki- kingdom builders. Yeah. And it starts, you know, we all know this, it starts within each of our hearts. Yep. It starts right there. It does. Yeah. Quentin, you want to chime in on anything? No, I just think that, um, yeah, the, I mean, I resonate everything, everything you guys just resonates because, um, my kids don't fully understand what really is going on. Um, I mean, they, they know that they're leaving. They know that they're sad. You're not going to see them anymore. You're not going to see them for a while. And, um, but yet they don't really understand. They just think that they're just, they would be going back home. I mean, they're going back home. So it's just what they're thinking. So the, the, um, communicating to them an understanding of why it is that they're going back home is, is still a challenge, at least just for, for my kids, my kids, um, it was just their, I think it's mostly just age, um, since, sure. since they're really young. So, um, they, I, you know, we, I mean, I, we look at that and we, and I go, uh, or I, Brittany and I look at that and we just, we just go, we we're just amazed at God's, um, just grace on Todd and Chris's lives to be able to take those steps that they are taking, um, and, and, and the heart that God has given them to be able to, for a love for the French people in Marseille. Well, not just the French people, all the people right. in Marseille. Yeah. So, and, um, that doesn't, that's, they don't have any, Todd and Chris don't have any connection to Marseille other than just their, their love for people and, um, in the gospel. It's in the gospel. Yeah. And yep. it's grown. I mean, their love for Marseille has grown obviously. Yep. Yep. Um, but their desire was, Hey, let's, where can we go that has the, that has the least that where where we believe that God can have the greatest impact in, in our lives and the yeah. people around us. Yeah. They did it in Colorado. Once they, once they felt like their job, their impact was kind of completed. They handed that work off to other people. Yep. And that impact is being, that gospel impact is being carried on through other people. Yep. And then they looked for another area where they could carry their gospel impact to another group of people. And Marseille, France was, was the place that God directed them to. I don't think, was it originally always Marseille? No, it wasn't. No, it was no, other no. places. I think it they was, went, they looked yeah. around other places. Um, and it was somewhere in that vicinity though. Just Europe. Yeah. They yeah. want, they knew they wanted to get to Europe. Like we looked at Malta, the Island of Malta. Did you know that? Yep. We didn't, didn't actually know. look at it, but she, Carissa went online. Carissa had a whole plan she for our whole, whole family to move to family Malta. To really? Go, right. Yeah. It's not you, a bad idea. You had a, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We can find a little Island and just, Make it self-sustaining. Claim it like we do Although, a restaurant like on Easter. <laughs> or a swimming pool. Like, hey, uh, we, summer we're vacation. blocking off this whole... <laughs> this is our pool. Everyone leave us alone. Everyone get out of here. Um, That's awesome. No, it's so, so, yeah. So, just that we just were, were, were marvel at... And we... It makes us feel a little bit like... Um, uh, uh, we're, we're a mixed emotions of, of envy, of, of just 
adoration, um, of awe and respect and, um, just grateful, ultimately grateful that, um, we serve the same God and it's the same God who has, um, impact leads us to have impact on other people around us as well. That's right. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we could go on and on, on, we'll probably end up all crying by the end of end of today. It's still, still pretty raw for us, uh, as you can tell. Um, but we are happy. We're rejoicing and, and hope that they get, get there safely. Um, so if you are listening to this within shot of just a couple hours from when this uploads, um, be, be in prayer for their safety. Yep. We'll go ahead and take a break and we will catch you a little bit later. had a good break we did rich in conversation it was awesome all right we are uh, it's my turn to to give something noteworthy i have i have two things and i'll go quick on one so i am a an avid crime true crime true crime connoisseur and i commit true that's crimes. a french word isn't it I don't know. I don't even know. Could be. Crime and um, But I, I have this like weird fascination with true crime. And uh, not, not if you are crime. in Ohio, anybody will enjoy this podcast. But uh, if you are in Ohio especially, I think you'll really enjoy uh, one that I've, I've gotten hooked on. It's called the Piketon Massacre. So Piketon is... Oh, wow. Uh, You're listening to that. A, yeah, a county about an hour and a half, a half south of here uh, and a little bit to the east of Cincinnati. Uh, an amazing story, crazy story. But especially if you're in Ohio, you like true crime, go check it out. The Pac- Piketon Massacre. It's it's, it's kind of still unfolding though, right? It's, yeah, it's right, an right, ongoing right. story. No, right, right, right. I won't give it away, but um, yeah, it's still ongoing. So uh, the other thing though that I'm I'm reading. Um, so we are starting up men's and women's ministries at our at our church plant, Good Shepherd Bible Church in Blacklick. And um, we are thinking through some of the first uh, studies we're going to be going going through for our men and our women. And we're, we're doing a book uh, jointly the first time around. Uh, it's a book that I've read a couple times and just have really, uh, just really loved every time I've gotten around to reading it. It's called Delighting in the Trinity mm. by Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves. R-E-E-V-E-S, Michael Reeves. Brother to Keanu. Yes, Keanu's brother. <laughs> I don't um, think so. Something <laughs> tells me that's oh not gosh. true. And <laughs> um, enter the matrix with me. Uh, Delighting in the Trinity. It is it, it, the subtitle for that book is an introduction to the Christian faith, um, and it really is. And that. it is. Yeah, it's, I was going to say it really is. That you, it's like you. You and I think we overlook it a lot. You can't understand what it means to be. Uh, a Christian without understanding who God is. And that starts with understanding that God is a Trinity, but it's also, this book is very, very devotional. Um, it is warm. Uh, it's called mm. delighting in the Trinity. For and it's a pretty reason. easy to read too. For it's a very, Oh, totally, yeah. totally. It, this is, this is not a heavy duty theo- theology book. This isn't, this isn't for seminarians. This is, I mean, this is for high schoolers and I mean, it's not really, but, 
Um, I mean, a high schooler should pick this up and, and understand who their God is. But I'd also say a seminarian needs to pick it up and read it. Too. Yeah, a seminarian better be given himself to. <laughs> he to, should. Is that yes. a real word? Seminarian? Sen- yes. Seminarian. Of course yes. it is. That's not a real word. Look it up. I was one. I was one. Well, M1. I mean, you, you went one. to seminary. M1. So I am a seminarian. It's so a word. Look it up. Are you the good seminarian? I was not a good <laughs> seminarian. Um, look it up. It's a new word for the Cyptionary. But the, the, oh, that, that's, I think everyone should pick it up. Get it. Cyptionary words are made up words. So if it's a new word for it wouldn't be. That's true. Cyptionary. We can't have real words. We can't, we can't have real can't words. Can't we put whatever word we want to in? Nope. No. Okay. Okay. Cyptionary is made up words only. Oh wow. Okay. So I, I pick it up on Amazon wherever you get books. Uh, it is it is a wonderful read. Uh, if you haven't crossed it off your list, I would encourage you to do so. Yeah. So. No, that's good. That is, I I hardly recommend that. Really, good, really good. It's a good book. Yeah. All right, Dad, you've got the devotional. Carry us into the Word today. Yes. So, um, in our world. Just filled with, I mean, earthquakes, tornadoes, um, hurricanes, what some would call a pandemic. Oh, come on. Disease. No, look up the word pandemic. This is not a right, pandemic. We're not going to get political. No, no, right no we're not going right to get now. political. And Whatever. speaking of political, the, the whole political no, mess. We're not talking about We're in. That one thing that people are needing is um, hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so hope, by definition, is, um, is to cherish a desire with anticipation. So the idea there is to mm. want something to happen, and you want something to be true. And so there's this inner desire to have this, and you anticipate it to happen. Mm. So, so what that means is, is that hopelessness is a condition of the soul as well. Um, it is the conclusion that nothing matters, mm. that nothing can resolve an existing problem, it is a feeling that one can see no way out, and it's a very dark feeling. Yeah. And it's a feeling, it's a sense of real dread that all the options have run out. Um, and hopelessness then breeds a whole lot of other feelings. Um, and part of the, those feelings and thoughts and emotions, and biggest thing of all, it, it just breeds this fear, hmm. this fear. And it, its favorite question in hopelessness is, what if? And so there's... You, you live in this world of what if and what if and what if what if my aunt dies or what if the hurricane just crushes my house or um, and these what ifs don't have a reasonable and logical and explainable answer hmm. to your soul you know like people will give kind of some sort of verbal um, acquiescence to to that this this will solve this but you you sit there and you can kind of nod your head and a lot of times what people give are these little platitudes um, hoping that somehow grabbing on to some little platitude will grant me a little bit of hope. Yeah. Well, the writer of Hebrews um, talks about hope, and it does so in a, just a phenomenal way. And I wish I could spend a lot of time in this, um, but let me just give you two verses out of Hebrews chapter 6. Um, some of you know that the book of Hebrews is actually uh, one sermon. It's one sermon delivered by, we're not sure who, some... Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it was Jesus. He could have said it. Luke. Luke could have said it. Apollos mm. could have preached it as well. Phoebe. No. <laughs> well? No. no. Anyway. Mary. No. No. I, anyway, <laughs> what it basically is Oprah. saying is that... <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus is better than anyone. Hmm. But in particular, Jesus is better than even the prophets of the Old Testament. He's, he's the greater high priest. And, but in particular, the writer in his message, in his, in his preaching, zeroes in in particular on hope. And he says this in chapter 6, verse 19. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. Well, mm. when you read that right there, mm. Mm. most people should, should see the flag raising and going, I need... We don't to, have that anywhere. I like need this. to hear yeah. this yeah. because yeah. I don't have a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. Yeah. But the writer of Hebrews says, yes, you do. Mm. And he says, it's a hope, and this is beautiful, that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. And you just go, okay, so we have kind of two pictures here. We have an anchor, and then we have this hope that enters into the inner place behind the, the curtain. So I, I want to ask, what is that curtain? Well, what's behind this curtain that he talks about here is the Holy of Holies. And you say, well, what is that? Well, this is the place that represents the very presence of God with his people in the in the temple and in the tabernacle there was this place and it was usually right in the middle um, i'm looking forward to going to israel this spring lord willing and we'll be able to see where the temple was but th this this the, 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 you have the whole um, courtyard around it but only the priest only the high priest once a year could go into the holy of holies and represented the very presence of god and so he says we have this anchor of the soul and you know what an anchor is. I mean, it's something that you, you, you toss out of a boat that steadies the boat, that stops the boat from, from, from going away. Um, and you normally drop anchor in the lake or in the ocean. But with this, you drop this anchor, and it ends up in the Holy of Holies. Hmm. And not just any earthly Holy of Holies. It's not talking about the one with the tabernacle or the temple. He's actually talking about the one that's in heaven because it says that Jesus mm. is the one that's actually already passed through this. And he finishes the verse here where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And what he is saying here is that when we take this anticipation, this, this truth that we anticipate and we're looking forward to it, it's not on something that is, um, that, that is earthy. It's mm. not something that we can grab onto from an earth-centered standpoint. It is something that is outside of us. It is Christ himself who went and tore down the barrier, the curtain, uh, between us and God and allows us to go into the presence of God. So what the, Hebrew, the, the author of Hebrews is saying is your hope then is based on the fact that God made a promise to you, and if you're a believer, it's the same promise that he made to Abraham. So this is something that God set in place really before eternity mm -hmm. has actually worked through it in the hearts and lives of people already, and we can read about it in the Old Testament. So this is not some random act of God. It is a very purposeful and intention act of God. And Jesus went into the Holy of Holies, opened the curtain, and he goes in to the very presence of the Father. And what does he do? Well, he sits down. Hmm. Why? Because the work is over. Mm -hmm. It's finished. The veil was ripped open, 
And he left, as the writer of Hebrews says, a new and living way into the presence of God. This is where our hope is. And um, I just want to encourage my friends, people that um, know who we are, but I want to encourage your heart that the hope that we have is a sure and steady anchor of our soul, that when we keep looking to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, that we have a sure and better way of living life that's filled with this constant expectation that those promises that have been made will come to pass. Many of them already have, and God is working them out as we speak. So really, the biggest command that's in Scripture, fear not, Mm. really Mm. comes into play here. And Christ is our high priest who is now, although once dead for our sin, he now sits in the throne of eternity at the right hand of the Father and is the very anchor of our soul. Mm. So it's a yeah. secure anchor. It's a, it's a, it is a secure refuge um, that is, is in Christ. So no circumstance is outside of his care. Yeah. And not just a word of care, but actually a death-ending, a sin-cleansing love that is unstoppable and eternally grants us access to God. So mm. trust him, believe in him, and rest your soul in him yeah. alone. Yeah. Right on, right on. And we need that. We really do. It's spoken right to our, into our veins. It's good stuff, man. Awesome. All right. Well, I know, I mean, for us, it's a, it's, it's a good reminder for us because again, the things that we're processing with, with family and saying goodbye, um, we need that kind of hope and assurance that the things above where Christ is seated uh, is the most important, but it has direct import into into our lives today yeah so i mean there's two, two ways we go we either walk down the the road of hope or we walk down the road of hopelessness yeah. and christ is the the narrow way the narrow gate um, but it's filled with hope so trust trust in him keep that's your awesome. eyes on him that's great thank you guys so much for for joining with us yeah. and and listening in uh we love having you along so we look forward to to next week do we have any Announcements or anything? <laughs> take up? A, can we take up an offering? Oh well, <laughs> it, I don't think I did that at the beginning. But all right, well, everyone, bow your heads, close your close eyes. Close your eyes. We'll pass the plates. <laughs> I see um, that hand. I see that. Hand. Come forward. Um, yes. Uh, so if you choose, if you'd like to support us, we'd we greatly appreciate it. There's will be a link in the descriptions of how you can do that. Um, please share the podcast. I feel like yeah, there's something just else. Tell a friend. Yeah, that's a big deal. But no, I think there was something else we were supposed to tell the people, and I can't remember what it was yeah i do not know i we, don't we I love do them tell them we love them we do love you we do we love you thanks all. for listening all right all right guys bye, bye. bye.